Jim K is a full-service commercial and fleet dealership. For years now, Jim K has supplied the Ottawa area with Ford work trucks of all sizes to get the job done right. Whether you're in towing, landscaping, or moving, Jim K has solutions. From small things like delivery vans right up to the F-750. If you can't find what you're looking for, I'm betting the Jim K team will find it for you at a price that fits your budget. Jim K. Ford, Uville Drive in Orleans or JimKFord.com. Give the gift of health this Christmas at Popeye Supplements Ottawa. Gift cards are a great option for that special person in your life. Or maybe treat yourself. And as a bonus, Popeye's is a free gift to go with every qualifying gift card. From shaker cups to towels to gym bags, yours for free. Happy Holidays from Popeye Supplements Ottawa. Trucks and minivans cost less to insure than small cars. You get a better deal on home insurance if you have good credit. The biggest insurance brokers are owned by insurance companies. I'm Josh. Make sure you choose a broker who has your best interest in mind. All Insurance Ontario is independent, family-owned, and has your back. Text me at 613-860-6008 to get on our team. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Here comes Gretzky again with Curry. Gretzky into the slot. He scores! The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. Okay, we are off. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the SWP. It's a podcast all about sports and whatever. It's Steve and Jimmy mucking it up in the corners as always. James, how are things? Uh, Stevie, I see your go-to. Uh, things are fine. Thanks. Yeah, how are you? I'm very good. good. Yeah, all right. Good to hear. Um, I see your go-to song, okay, when you're thinking, all right, when you're when your mom, shuffling papers here, Steve, getting ready for the big show, uh, is uh, often is Hawaii Five-0. Yes, okay. it is. Yeah, so when you're, when we, when we start the podcast each day, it's you, you, you log on, you hook me up, we shoot the breed to get this story. I got that. And, and when you go, okay, we're ready to go. I just got to, I just have to. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's your, that's your go. That's your go-to. Yeah. There's another one I got that, that it's kind of a dance tune. Oh yeah. Sure. I remember that. I used to, when I pull up to the station, when we did the morning show in Ottawa, uh, you know, it's five in the morning or whatever. I'm running for my life. But uh, in the summertime, uh, it was not uncommon to hear that song blasting out from some bar across the street. I forget where it was. There's some club, some underground club, and right. four or five kids dancing, sweating. Okay, obviously, the ecstasy had had uh, made made its acquaintance, Stevie, in that bar, okay? <laughs> Hadn't worn off yet. Hadn't worn off, and these guys are bounce, bouncing around like like Joey's, okay, from Australia, bouncing around. And their heads bobbing up and down. I'm like, whoa, boys, it's 5.30. How, how much longer is that going to go on? So, yeah, we don't condone that sort of activity, but that, that, that song was, a, I guess, a big... Big club song, that one. Yeah, mine's the Inky right. Dinky Spider. When I'm thinking, really? Yeah. So I'm thinking. I'm going to... 
I'm not surprised by that. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's about the way your brain is. That. The way your brain is firing. <laughs> then I get to, you know, I get to, I get to do the walk, you know, with your two hands and you do the dinky ding, you know, thumb on the thumb on the sure. baby's finger, dinky dinky da, and up the Anyway, what's your, your song, your Stevie? There's a poll question. What's your song when you're thinking out there? Your thinking song. Okay, sure. SteveWProjectAtOutlook.com if you want to flip us an email on that. You're talking about like rolling into work, uh, hair on fire effectively, you know, trying to get in there in time. Uh, and I think about those early days and uh, it, some of the things you would see in downtown Ottawa, uh, some of the people you'd come across, it really was a whole other world. It was like this parallel universe going on that only these all these people only came out at night right and you'd certainly see some and talk to some people that were i mean bless their hearts i'm I'm, it seemed like some of them were having a hard time but oh my goodness you you wonder to yourself man how did they get to that place right right you know i'm i'm uh my my go-to if i if i had to pick a charity uh stuff that i'm i i i sort of migrate towards the homeless people they're they're you know it's they're in every city edmonton's mm-hmm. no exception and uh so i always i always thought i would spend time talk at least talking to them and as you know i brought a couple of them home to shower up and do their laundry for them and stuff i i'm i'm i, I like it i i enjoy it and it's very uh, risky though it, it well it's i'm okay with it i'm, I'm okay I, I usually i i i don't do it to complete strangers uh, you know, I'll see these guys when I go get my coffee at the Tim Hortons, the regular spot all the time. And they hang out there, right. open the door for people and try and make a little bit of cash. And, um, so I'll spend time talking to them, you know, and it's great. It's great. They, they, I like it. They like it. And then, and then ultimately I will, if, if these guys are really down and out, you know, I'll say, throw your shit in my truck. Come on, run over to my place, grab a shower. And, um, and I've done that on occasion, uh, mm-hmm. in Ottawa. There was a guy often there, the uh, outside of the station in George Street. And, uh, you know, he was in dire need of, of stuff. And, and, and so I got to know him. I, I, got, I got to know him and, and talk to him. And uh, we kind of looked forward to seeing each other several times a week. And uh, I said, I, I got some stuff for you, right? I'm going to bring it tomorrow. And the guy said, oh, that's fantastic, man. I appreciate that. And we really got along. And so I threw a bunch of clothes in the back uh-huh. of my trunk of my car. And, uh, you know, I was, I was excited to pull up in front of the guy and he was there. And I, I, you know, I opened my trunk and I gave it the, you know, ta-da, here you go, you know. And he looked at it and went, well, it's just, it's just a bunch of fucking clothes. <laughs> well, what did he think you were bringing? I said, what did you think? I was bringing you a bike or something? Or a, yeah, it was so funny. So funny, you know. It was, oh, it's just clothes. I was expecting the latest PlayStation here, and that's <laughs> yeah, bringing me some clothes. Know. Yeah, it's like it's like there's a guy downtown here, who when you walk by him on, and I know him as well. When I go downtown, I've seen him for years, and he always hits you up for like thirteen bucks. You got you got thirteen or fifteen on you, you know. I said no, no I I don't. You know, I can I can shoot you a deuce or maybe a fin. But easy on the 15, fella. I don't give that much to my kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Certainly, God, a lot of, uh, lot of, uh, certainly a lot of sketchy moments over the years, but I do admire you for um, 
while kind of running through all the internal alarms that would be going off for most people where they'd be saying, yeah, I'd like to help out and take this guy and, you know, give him a hand and stuff, but who man, uh, he might uh, shiv me on my way home. I don't know. So I, I certainly admire you for, for, uh, for the assistance that you lent there because uh, you had some trust, right? And I was thinking about the trust factor in this story that we'll lead off with today. Is there a more innocent, trusting guy in the world than Walter Gretzky? You've spoken about it before. Of course, Wayne Gretzky, his name comes up a lot on the show because you and Wayne have been tight for many decades now. And his dad, Walter, is still in Wayne's childhood home where he raised Wayne and famously allows people to come into his house, complete strangers, to kind of show off what's kind of an unofficial Wayne Gretzky museum loaded with paraphernalia. And this story today for that you know, just because he's so innocent and trusting and such a nice guy and, and anxious to, you know, make friends. It just, this one makes my stomach turn because a couple of jerks apparently went into Walter Gretzky's house and sold or stole rather half a million dollars worth of Wayne Gretzky memorabilia. It's just yeah. gross, isn't it? Yeah. First of all, Walter's a prick. Okay. He's not, not okay. very easy to get along well, with. Okay. He's tough to deal with. He's got nothing good to say about anyone. Yeah. Uh, well, that yeah. changes the, sto- the tone of the story completely. <laughs> I'm not, kidding. Our, not, not our leading story either. <laughs> yeah, no, I, of course I'm kidding. Uh, uh, he's a, just an absolutely wonderful guy. Wonderful guy. And, and you know, Canada's father, as I heard someone refer to him, really. Uh, we, you and I grew up with him, right? You know, through our, in our early, early 20s. Certainly for me, mm-hmm. you were, you're a bit younger. And, um, uh, yeah, pr- prince of a guy, you know, and, and of course he, he, he beat, you know, the, the fate of death, right. When he had his aneurysm, everyone will remember that story, uh, mm-hmm. many, many years ago now. And, and obviously he survived, um, and, and out of that, he was a different guy for sure. Uh, he, it, it altered his life and, and the way, the way he was, um, but I dare say it was, it was for the better. He, he's just, I don't know how to explain it. Uh, he's, he's just absolutely the most genuine, genuine, sincere, gentle man I've ever met, you know, ever met and got time for everybody. He's the, you know, when he used to do gigs, when he would sh- show up, he would show up an hour and a half early, uh, and, you know, signing autographs, never say no to anyone. He would be, you know, they'd have to drag him inside, you know, for the start of the dinner. And then if that wasn't enough, uh, he, he would stay until the last person got an autograph. And, and Steve, it would, it would not be uncommon for that to be two hours after the dinner ended, you know. And I, yeah. I've played golf with him a few times in his charity event. He, he was in my group. And, you know, there's people all over the course and he's on the back of the tee. And, and uh, anyway, uh, so when you hear that and he cherished the memorabilia you know and not not because of the value of it he would never have any idea of the value walter but because he could talk about it and he loved showing kids downstairs you know their their house is famous address 42 variety in brantford and and people show up there all the time unannounced steve unannounced knock on the door you know Mm -hmm. and, and walter will let them in and take them downstairs and so that's what makes this thing even more biting you know, that yeah. he, he opened up his home to complete strangers. 
to complete strangers because he has this trust, you know, uh, he's the most trustworthy guy in the world, you know? And, and so to hear him get, you know, steered wrong is just, it's, it, it, it just, you know, blows the mind really, you know, when, when he's done so much, when he's done so much for, um, trying to handle the whole fame of his son and, and how he does it is incredible. So, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It's a bad case, no matter who we're talking about here, but, uh, it just, like you say, it feels different because it's Walter Gretzky. Uh, the good news is that police in Brantford say they've made two arrests. I guess there's been an investigation that's been going on for the last three months. This thing went down. The, the thefts happened in August and it's a 58 year old woman from Rockville, mm-hmm. which is a, my neck of the woods here, uh, just outside Ottawa and a 58 year old man from Oakville. They've both been charged with theft over $5,000 They've recovered several items, including game use sticks, hockey gloves, pants, jerseys, and a player of the year award. So it almost sounds like, you know, they took stuff and then went back again later to take stuff. Cause that's an awful lot of things to be removing after one visit. And I guess five homes were searched across Ontario and Alberta by cops from Brantford, Halton region, the OPP and the RCMP. So it was a pretty big deal which tells me, James, that everybody kind of felt on the law enforcement side of things exactly the way you and I did in that they really, really wanted to catch these yeah. people. Yeah. Well, one of, the, one of the great relationships Walter has is, is with the police. Uh, always has. Always has. You know, for, first got to get in there and support them and, and go to their charity events and, uh, and applaud them all the time. So, you know, it's... it's it's surprising to me, to be honest with you, Steve, uh, and I've been to the house several times when, when there's action going on, you know, uh, in the summer mm-hmm. and, and, and people are flooding up the driveway, you know, and I, I remember being with Glenn uh, sitting there. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here, Glenn, with all the people? And he said, all day, pal, all day, every day, you know, and knocking on the, on the door of the house. So I'm surprised this didn't happen more often, you know? Well, the first time you told me about it, I, that was the first thing I thought of was like, really, is that safe? And when you, when you described it and I've heard it when you were, you were the first one to tell me that that's what happens there. And I'm like, come on, that can't be true. Right. And then I heard story after story from one friend after another who did that, that very thing just knocked on the door and it was come on in. And so that was my worry. And uh, honestly, I guess there's a little bit of a jaded side to me um, when it comes to people. Right. Um, good thing is most good people are good, but there's that element out there. And it seemed to me it was only going to be a matter of time before something like this happened. Well, imagine if you're a thief, Steve, looking for a, look, looking for a takedown somewhere, right? You'll, mm-hmm. you'll do anything. And you're talking to your buddy and he goes, okay, we can go to that house, but it's got double gates, barbed wire, security system, alarm, monitored, with the cops. Okay. Well, let's pass on that one. Okay. We're not, we're not doing that one. How about this one here in Brantford? Okay. No one around old guy by himself and hundreds of thousands of dollars in the basement. And he'll let you in. All you gotta do is knock on the door and you ask him to see the stuff downstairs and, uh, and you go down the stairs and you're left alone down there to look at it. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like a hell of a deal. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Let's sign up for that one. Well, how did Wayne feel about it, I wonder? Have you ever talked to Wayne about how he felt about his dad opening up his home like this? I mean, it's it's certainly nice 
But when you think about from a security standpoint, even if he didn't care about, you know, millions of dollars of Gretzky paraphernalia in there, I, I would just my my worry would immediately be that someone's just going to conk him on the head before taking all the stuff. Well, well, he it was really him, you know, uh, like you know, if if you and I are concerned, imagine how his sons were and daughters and daughter, you know, about about this stuff happening. And I know talking to Wayne about, it, he's like, we've we've had that talk to him, you know, uh, you know, and particularly uh, after uh, his wife died, you know. Um, which was several years ago now, but she was, she was there and, 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 she, and has all her faculties, you know, Walter lost some of his from the aneurysm. Um, so when she was around, it was, they weren't so concerned about it, but then when she died, Walter was on his own. And so they tried to, you know, talk to him about it. Dad, there's not a good idea. Lock the front door, dad, you know, and do this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. He said, no, I want, I want, I want people to see it. That's why we have it, Wayne. That's why we have it. So we can show it off, you know? Um, but, but, you know, who would be the most concerned about are his own children, you know? So, yeah, anyway. I'd have security guards there every day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, okay, fine. Walter's going to do this. Not much I can do about it, but I'd certainly, I don't know, I have security cameras. I'd have a security guy that would be working, well, whatever time of day that Walter allowed people into his house, however many hours of day that is, that's how long I'd have a security well, guard there. But anyway, it, it's, it's too bad that it went down like yeah, this. Yeah. And if it was me, Steve, okay. And I was your friend or you were my son and I was Walter, uh, you know, you, you would say, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're taking all this stuff out of the basement, dad. Okay. Cause you're living by yourself and we're putting it in storage. Right. And he was the one who said, no, we're not, I'm not doing that. You know, cause he loves it, Stevie. He loves mm-hmm. it, and he, he's down there all day, you know. And, and even if he has to explain it over and over again to to seven different people or whatever. So, uh, anyway, it's a shame, but uh, but they did recover the stuff, and uh, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad he's safe yeah, for sure. Yeah, the city of Brantford should just you know make a Gretzky Hall of Fame or something. Uh, offer Walter an opportunity to go and work there every day and talk people up. Um, same thing seems to me would be a lot safer too. Uh, changing gears though, James. Yes, sir. Uh, we, were, we were talking yesterday about uh, vroom, vroom, hang some. On. Vroom, 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 vroom. I'm gearing down. That was my. <laughs> Did you ever gears. imitate a car, Stevie, when you were growing up? Doing oh, the gears? Oh, sure. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why my changing of gears always sounded like a uh, someone loading a pistol. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, that doesn't sound like that at all. My, that's, my, that's the noise I yeah, it, no, it doesn't. You're right. That's I think that's the motorbike gear changing. But uh, my friend, my longest and dearest friend, Martin, uh, Martin Trainer, who uh, lives down in Turo, Nova Scotia now. He's a Tim Hortons franchise guy. But he, him and I grew up together right from we were both born in the same year. And our, our parents were best friends and live, we live next door to each other. So I've, I've known this guy since I was able to see. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he did. He had the bike when he when we first got our coolest bike stevie with the banana seat and they call high handlebars and a banana seat okay so you're talking the 60s here steve we got this bike no no i had one okay there you go right so it's a little little later than that as well anyway martin would get on his bike every day all day okay we'd be bomb that's all we did was bomb around our bikes and and every time he got on his bike he would he would vroom, 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 and then he would take off and it would always be this bomb 
chick chick and he pulled into my driveway and go vum 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 <laughs> he goes that's all now not just one day steve okay his whole childhood okay that's that's what he did all day yeah i'm gonna do an impression of your dad now circa 1969 Martin, shut up! <laughs> he used to. Well, you know, back in those days, Stevie, it was safe, you know? All the kids were just, you know, you just drop your shit at the front door after school. You, No one ever... You didn't have to be accompanied, Steve, like you do now, right? Just go play. And uh, all the doors were open. No one locked their cars. No one locked their front doors or their back doors or anything. And Martin used to come to the house, right? This is a true story. And he misses Jome. Okay, not Mrs. Jerome. It was Mrs. Joan. Okay, that's how young you are. And he knocked on the door and go, hey, Mrs. Joan, is uh, Jungle here? She goes, no, he's not here, Martin. Okay, he's not here. Uh, and then he'd go, okay. And he next thing, there'd be a knock at the other door. There were three doors to the house. Okay, <laughs> knock at the door. And my mom would go, oh, someone. Hi, Mrs. Joan, is Jungle here? She goes, no, no, Martin. No, he's not. And he apparently he got through another door, as my mother tells the story. And my old man was in the bathroom taking a dump. And he walked in and said, hey, Mr. Joan, is jungle in here? Oh, jeez. Oh, anyway, childhood story, Stevie. Yes. Uh, I digress. Well, you were changing gears. I'm sorry. I was changing sorry. gears, and uh, and we, we, we learned a lot about Martin Trainer today. Um, yes. We're, we're, we had that story a few days ago, Paul George and the absurd contract that he signed. Another big deal has been signed in the NBA with maybe its best player. It's all a debatable point. But the Greek freak is staying with Milwaukee for at least five more years. Giannis Antetokounmpo uh, had until yesterday to sign the Bucks Supermax extension offer. I love the Supermax extension yeah. offer. Mm-hmm. It sounds so cool. I want the Supermax I would like I would like to have uh, sometime in my radio career kicked open the boss's door and, and not just demanded a raise but a supermax extension. Yeah, exactly. And never really panned out. It's radio after all. Uh, anyway, if he turned it down, he could have become a free agent after the upcoming year. So there was plenty of angst about it. And so the Bucks, man, did they bend over backward for this guy? Uh, in the days leading up to this new deal, which I'll tell you about in a sec, like they were improving the team like crazy. Uh, they did a blockbuster deal, giving up first round, two first rounders uh, to come, right. and then a first rounder in RJ Hampton, uh, guards Eric Bledsoe and George Hill, all to get uh, Drew Holiday, one of the best players in the NBA. And so the Bucks currently look as good as anyone in the league right now. And it would have been a would have really sucked for the Bucks if uh, if they couldn't have got this deal done. Anyway. Uh, signs a five-year contract worth $228 million. That includes the opt-out clause in 2025. So crazy, crazy big money hand, handed out in the association over the last few days here. That's uh, Both those deals were the same. I think one was 225 over four, and this guy's over five, right? Well, I think it was I think it was um, 190 over four for Paul George, Jesus. but it could all it could go to five years. At uh, 225, I think it was in, in that. So, yeah, they're they're very comparable. One of my my one of my favorite pro athlete story about making a bunch of money uh, is uh, Brett Snedeker, Brett Snedeker, mm-hmm. who who's on the PGA Tour. Uh, when the FedEx came busting onto the scene, it was because you win 10 million. Okay, it might have it might have started at five, but it got to 10 million pretty quick. So if you win that FedEx thing. You get the the ten large. Uh, I think it's still that 
uh, it may be, it may be more or less. I, I, I don't know. Or it's not less. Anyway, so he wins this thing. Okay. And uh, he's, a, he's a top 20% player on the tour his whole life. Makes lots of dough. Always making two, three million. You know, makes lots of in- endorsements and stuff. And he gave, he gave some of the money away, uh, but, but announced it. And his, his take on it was, they were saying, why, why, have you, why are you doing this? He said, because it's too much money to give someone, to, to take. And I was, I said, rewind that, turn it up again. He said, yeah, it's just, it's too much money. You know, it's too much money. So um, when I hear these contracts, now, now I'm not telling anyone, Stevie, to give dough away. Uh, they, can, mm-hmm. they can do what they want, but how much cash? So it's 40, 50 million a year. Right. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. You know, you'd like to hear that story more often because it is absurd. Some of these players are getting this money. This like, okay, well your great, 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 great grandkids uh, futures are insured. Yeah. So how much money do you need exactly? And, and I, I'll say this, we, we sort of speak out of both sides of our mouth. You know, a guy like P.K. Subban comes forward and gives $10 million to the Children's Hospital in Montreal after he signed his big deal when he right. was still with the Habs. And there were still some people who were going, oh, well, you know, he's yeah, he's doing that for the photo op or like, you know, look at me. And so, you know, sometimes guys are encouraged to, you know, keep that, that stuff quiet. So maybe it, it happens more frequently than we know. Um because they're damned if they do and damned if they don't sometimes. Right. Um, so, but the one guy that I wanted to mention is, as part of what's going on in Milwaukee is Drew Holiday. And uh, make it your internet homework. I saw this great video. It was uh, from, uh, I believe, the NBA on NBC YouTube channel. And uh, Drew Holiday is uh, just a fantastic player. His wife, Lauren, played for Team USA, the women's soccer team, has two Olympic gold medals and... Uh, so she was with that amazing team with uh, Abby Wambach and uh, and just the best team in the world, really. And so they met in college, Lauren and Drew, and she was pregnant with their daughter and was diagnosed with a brain tumor during her pregnancy. Yikes. And so I saw this uh, fantastic feature. Um, she thankfully uh, you know, got through the pregnancy because it was a big worry that she, you know, that Drew is going to lose both his wife and his, his infant daughter. Mm-hmm. And thankfully they both came through about a month after she delivered uh, a healthy baby girl. She had to have a surgery for a, for brain tumor and just to see the two of them talk about it, just such lovely people on, on both counts that uh, I highly recommend that uh, people have a look at that. Uh, uh, Drew Holiday and his wife, Lauren, uh, overcoming some pretty awful, circumstances uh coming out on the other side uh, a very happy family yeah and uh to put this in perspective to all you people out there who are hacking on celebrities and pro athletes and all the dough they make and everything right where you're chopping them you know any any time they they complain about covid or anytime you know a celebrity comes out and goes you know it's this is crazy my privacy is uh, you know you don't understand it. everyone goes oh well get over it you know get over it there big time you're gonna be fine Say that to that couple right now. Yeah. Right. Come out and go, yeah, you're, you're fine. You know, I'm going, whoa, man. Whoa. Yeah. You know, not enough money, not enough star power could, could ever, ever help you overcome something like that. Good. Yeah. That's great. That's a great story. Great oh, story. For sure it is. And, and they're, and they're both so famous in their sports 
and they have all the money in the world. And as you watched this video on them, it was like, you not for a second were you thinking about money right. or, or their wealth or their, their spot in life. You're just thinking of, boy, I hope they're going to be okay. And they are, which is great. Okay, we'll take a time out on the program when we come back. Final thoughts after these words. What a year it has been. I'd like to take a moment to say thanks on behalf of All Insurance Ontario to all the listeners for their support and to Steve and Jim for keeping us entertained every day. And also, I'd like to wish everyone a safe and happy holiday season from All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Jim K is a full-service commercial and fleet dealership. For years now, Jim K has supplied the Ottawa area with Ford work trucks of all sizes to get the job done right. Whether you're in towing, landscaping, or moving, Jim K has solutions. From small things like delivery vans right up to the F-750. If you can't find what you're looking for, I'm betting the Jim K team will find it for you at a price that fits your budget. Jim K Ford, Uville Drive in Orleans or JimKFord.com. Give the gift of health this Christmas at Popeye Supplements Ottawa. Gift cards are a great option for that special person in your life, or maybe treat yourself. And as a bonus, Popeyes is a free gift to go with every qualifying gift card. From shaker cups to towels to gym bags, yours for free. Happy holidays from Popeyes Supplements Ottawa. The Glen Walton Real Estate Team would like to take a moment to wish you nothing but happiness and good health this holiday season, safely surrounded by family and friends. Glenn thanks Ottawa for the support and partnership and looks forward to working with you in the years to come. Happy holidays from the Glen Walton Real Estate Team at glenwalton.com. So James, um, I got I to gotta admit one of my guilty pleasures and I highly recommend people check this out too online uh, is a show called The Hot Ones. And it's been around uh, a couple of years now, at least, where you've got uh, a host, a table, and uh, various celebrity guests. Mm -hmm. And so it looks very much like the set of Charlie Rose. You remember that? Yes, sure do. Absolutely. It's the most simple set there is. Round table, two chairs, two people. Right. And so it's the same setup. Only on the table, there are various insanely hot barbecue sauces and a couple of plates of chicken wings. And so basically you have all the top celebrities in the world come on this show and they do the standard thing, talk about their latest project, their lives. And at the same time, they're gradually eat, you know, grabbing another chicken wing starts out kind of mild to the hottest <laughs> chicken wing on the planet by the end so that they're weeping and and sweating at the end, um, <laughs> just trying to get the words out. And I got to say, it's become one of my guilty pleasures uh, watching these celebrities go through this. I don't know if you have a chance to see it. I, I I don't know if I've seen it in that setting, but I do flip through YouTube often uh, as I'm trying to get to sleep and I'll, I'll flip, get my iPad on there and flip through YouTube. And I there's a bunch of stuff on there that's great. And the one I saw was uh, a challenge to Shaq O'Neal when I think he was oh, doing, yeah. doing the desk when he was, you know, commentating on a basketball game. Uh, Cause Shaq O'Neal is brilliantly funny, man. Really funny, you know, droll for a hilarious guy dry. Um, so I saw him do it. The other one I saw Steve is they, they took a symphony orchestra. Okay. So it's, you know, it's a 50, 60, 80 pieces or something like that. with a bunch, you know, a bunch of horns and, trumpets, and they made them all eat. 
<laughs> eat one of these blazing hot, uh, you know, on the pepper scale, Stevie, it's like, you know, 11 out of 10 on the pe- hot pepper scale. And they had to <laughs> Ghost pepper. Yeah, they had to eat it and then try and play their instruments during a song. So oh, that's funny. Isn't that funny? I don't know who thought of that because, uh, uh, but it's good. It's good. It's, yeah, it's Bill, uh, you love Bill Burr. Uh, he was oh. fantastic. Uh, he was well. He's he's already like a like a really white skinned, red headed guy. And man, by the end, he looked like beat red, and he was swearing at the guy. And uh, it was <laughs> it was classic. But I mean, he's had on Will Ferrell and Paul Rudd. Ricky Gervais was on it recently. You mentioned Shaq. Uh, Shia LaBeouf was interesting. Man, that guy's a an interesting character. Uh, but anyway, it was. Uh, Anyway, I throw that out there just as internet homework is uh, something I think most of our listeners would get a kick out of. Yeah. With that, we shall call it a day. Any final thoughts, James? Listen, I can't imagine. Yes, I do, Steve. Uh, I can't imagine, uh, speaking of a final thought, that I would ever do that. Okay? I'm like, no, no, I, I trust you. No, no, go ahead. Come on, I dare you. To, why? Why would I take that dare? Okay, why? Because it's fun. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not. Okay. Well, yeah, but it's fun to watch. I'll say that. Like, if you were in town, I would, I would do that. Like, I, if we, next time we get together, I think that'd be a lot of fun. That we, we basically do the normal show, talk about sports and whatever, and a big part of the whatever in that particular episode would be the two of us eating more gradually hotter chicken wings. Although, Stephen, I think back, uh, you'll you'll probably find this hard to believe that that guys wanted to pick on me. In high school, right? Like, uh, I'm not too lippy, Stevie. I'm not outspoken or anything, right? So, uh, but but these guys would always want to, you know, play practical jokes on me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know why, but if I had a choice, Stevie, if the, if I was given the choice, which I wasn't, I would take the screaming hot chicken wings over uh, what they actually did do to me was rub atomic bomb into the jock. What's atomic bomb? Atomic bomb is like heat liniment. You know that A535? Okay, that one. But it's atomic, Stevie. Okay, it's atomic. So uh, you know how heat, you know, kind of you put it on you, the rub A535. This would probably be a way, way worse version of A535, right? Like like a hundred times worse. Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway, so they put him, I slipped my jock on to go play football, to go to the football practice that day, you know? Yeah. I thought my balls were falling off, Steve. Okay. That's that's how that fit. It's not for the crotch, Stevie. It's not for the crotch. It's only to be used medically. By a by a uh, by 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 a real doctor, if someone got you know, their hands up, if or somebody maybe it was gets barbecue me- sauce, Steve, maybe it was hot barbecue sauce. <laughs> oh man! If somebody gets me a time machine for Christmas this year, yeah, I, I now know the point in time I now want to first travel back to. Some people go back and win the lottery. I'm going back to the day that the boys rubbed a bit of that stuff on your jock because I want to see your reaction. Oh, gross. It was gross. And then you got to... So, Stevie, you slip it on. You get the gear on. Okay? You got the jock on. You get the gear. Now you run out out of the locker room, out onto the field. So, how embarrassing was that, Steve? Ripping all my stuff off. (laughs) <laughs> taking water bottles, dumping it on my on my Peugeot, Stevie. To, oh, that's great. Yeah. I want you to think about what you've done here today, and that is uh, uh, make us all laugh. That's fantastic. All right. Uh, we shall take our leave. Enjoy your evening, and uh, I got to roll, but uh, we'll talk to you more. 
Good night, everybody. We'll see you.